Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and this is Pod 66. I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers, to our new season, which we're calling the All In Season. All in. Yes, all in. This season is, it is like what to be and how to be all in your life. It's about living your life fully engaged, living your intentions for what you want, and not just that, but what you want to be doing to be completely in alignment, trusting that your path is the path you're meant to be walking. It sounds like walking the walk that goes with talking to the talk. <laughs> and it sounds easier said than done, but it's so doable. Doable. I like that. But that's the point of alchemy, Lena. When you're an alchemist, you're floating downstream with the current and letting life deliver itself to you rather than making it happen. It's the Wu Wei that we're always talking about. It's your own personal magic that gets you what you want, not the forcing life into a little box that you created, that you put a label on, you know, walk in the walk on the path you created. That sounds like fun to me. That's how I want to live. Yes. And life invariably ends up delivering more good stuff than you could ever have imagined when you live life without what we call in Chinese medicine, rebellious chi. Rebellious chi, the party squasher. Yes, Squashes every party. It does. Okay, maybe we should re-explain that concept to our listeners, the old listeners, the new listeners. Let's talk a little bit about rebellious chi. That sounds good. Rebellious chi is the need to fight for what we want instead of allowing it to come to us. And we even have a rebellious chi meditation for those who are new to the concept. You know, I recommend that meditation to people all the time. It's on our Inspired Action app on the Apple Store, uh, in the Apple Store, or mm -hmm. on it. Is it on it or in it? I don't know. It's there. <laughs> it's in the Apple Store, and it's in Google Play. Is it the opposite of Wu Wei? Rebellious what, G. Oh, yes. Totally. Yeah. And so much of our lives, we might be living in rebellious chi because, you know, we want what we want and we want to make it happen. And so we think we have to fight for it. Yeah. But we really don't. And so we really just need to allow it to happen. And if we loosen the reins, we are so tightly grasping on our lives, we may encounter exactly what we've been so desperately wanting. And that's the irony of life. Yeah. So you have to be careful for what you ask for, because guess what? You might get it. Yeah. You will get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. You definitely have to be careful you what you ask for. You have to open your heart and think about what do I really want? Yes. And it's unbelievable, right? You know, that we could actually get what we want. But if we let it come to us and we focus on what we want instead of what we don't want, then it comes like magic. Yeah. And that's what this all in series is all about self-cultivation, because you can't just wake up one day and be all in just like a snap of your fingers and it's done. Well, well, you could, you could actually do that. It is that easy. So here's my snap. <laughs> All right. That? Not the greatest. Is it snap. Done? Yeah, yours was much better. <laughs> and yes. it's odd how many people really cannot see that it's that easy. Yeah, easy is as easy does. You know, boy, that <laughs> makes it sound good, right? <laughs> yes. I just that made that up. Good. I have no idea where that came from. Easy is as easy does. And anyone who said that in the history of the world, 
I give you credit for that. I just jumped in my mind. I'm not taking credit for that, but it is really brilliant. <laughs> easy is. It sounds like a Forrest Gump thing. Yes, it you really know? Yes, easy it is. Does. It probably is for him. So thank you, Forrest. We need a good Forrest Gump imitation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am not the person for no. that. No. I All would right. piss off a lot of people with that. <laughs> okay, I like it. Easy is as easy does. So today we have a really interesting question for everyone to ask themselves. And it is easy. Do we need a drum roll? Yes, I was waiting for your drum roll. After that snap, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the question. Are you a hero, a saint, or an alchemist? Oh, well, that's a big concept. You know, that could take the whole podcast to take uh, explain that one. Yeah, and you're right. Probably it will take the whole podcast. I'm sure it will. But before we go on, let's update listeners on our latest news. Great. So first, we want to thank our growing little family of listeners. You know, we hear from new listeners every day. We want to thank everyone who's spreading the news about this podcast. It's very helpful. There are so many podcasts out there. and We're just really grateful that you're listening to this one right now. And we really do rely on your word of mouth. And I guess word of iTunes. Is that a new thing now? Yes. Word of iTunes. Or Facebook or Instagram. I guess we're old school, yes. right? Word of mouth sounds old, so old fashioned nowadays. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Word of mouth is old school, old, old fashioned. Yeah, but it's still one of the best forms of spreading news. So please, if you're listening and you like this podcast, take a second to rate it, maybe do a quick review. Let us know if you're into it. We love to hear from people who are enjoying this podcast and tell a friend, tell a family member, tell Tell a stranger. I don't care. Yeah. Tell people at work, tell people, you know, tell friends, you know. Bring out your iPhone at a party and play our podcast. No, I'm probably people. Okay, that is not going to be a fun party. <laughs> That's not cool. All right, all right. Maybe yeah. after the party, after before the party. The party. <laughs> yes. Anyway, the podcast is showing up all over the world. We have listeners from everywhere around the globe now. So, you know, it's quite exciting. And the number one way to help us end this podcast so we can continue to make more awesome content is to tell all your friends and family about us. That does sound old school. But you know what? Have a conversation with someone. Tell them what you're into, what you like. And that's what we really want anyways, for people to talk to each other, to have conversations, to be in contact, share thoughts, share ideas. Good point. Good point. Connect. Yeah. And the other way you can really help us is by becoming one of our patrons or Patreons, we can call it. (laughs) Yeah, we created this program for those of you who are passionate about this podcast to help us expand what we're doing. You know, we have a lot of plans and we just started to roll it out. We're going to really, when we have a little more time, we're going to kind of deep dive into it more. But we have some programs and some freebies and some bonuses all worked in. Yeah. And we want to develop new ways to help you with your own self-cultivation and And so that's all included with a tiny donation to the page every month. That's our Patreon page. It's a way for you to support this podcast while it's in development and while we're doing all these wonderful things that we're doing. And we're having fun along the way. So we're going to do it anyways. Yes. If you want to help. We'll help. We'll take your help. And some of the fun things we got on the horizon is a journaling system, some online classes about the five elements and the nine palaces and alchemy. And all of this we're working on really hard right now. So you can look forward to that if you're one of our listeners who loves our podcast. And we'd be very grateful for any support you can give us in terms of helping this podcast grow and create more content for you. That really? will it's, it's about you. you. So just listen, because that's always going to be free. Yeah. If you want to do more, we'll let you do more. Yeah. So you can go to patreon.com backslash whoosh, inspired action. So it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash whoosh, inspired action. <laughs> I love the whoosh. <laughs> and I can't help it now. Whenever I see that little thing, whoosh, it comes into my mind. Even and, like in real life too, like when I'm just talking like whoosh. <laughs> 
And I just want to remind everyone, we have new meditations popping up all the time in the meditation app on the App Store. And we have our Facebook group where we're going to ask this week, we're going to try to ask a question about this podcast. So go ahead and check out our Facebook group that's in the Inspired Action Podcast Facebook group. Yes. And we do have a little secret. I'll Usually Lita spills the secrets, but I'll spill the secret. We have, we're completely redoing the meditation app and we're going to be completely redoing all the meditations. Yes. So if you have one that you have already purchased, you'll get the new version. If not, they're mostly free. A lot of them are free, a couple paid, but they're all going to be brand new. We have this really cool, uh, project that we're working on. So that's coming soon. Yeah. And let us know what you think of the meditations. We would like to know which ones are your favorites and, you know, which ones help suggestions, you. Yeah, suggestions. Yeah, Boy, that's a lot. Okay. Oh, it's starting a little sweat over here. <laughs> All right. We well, haven't that, even started yet. Yeah. Let's get going. Let's get back to the podcast. Okay. So Lita, are you the hero, the saint, or the alchemist? That sounds like a trick question. Or the start of a dirty joke. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> a hero, a saint, and an alchemist walk into a bar. Uh, yes. I was just going to say that. No, not that joke. No, no. I won't do that joke but okay uh, we could talk about it from a different perspective how's that okay <laughs> be cleaner yes let's do the clean version yes. i believe we were about to explain the difference between a hero a saint and an alchemist okay seriously if someone is the hero in their own life and remember people this is just a short podcast this is just like a snippet we could talk hours on each one of these we're just gonna touch a little tiny bit on this is that okay lita that's okay you know me well i really could talk for hours about all of these topics well, i guess that's why we created the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess so. It's my big mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, big brain. Big brain. Big brain. Yeah, it's amazing that Ted can hold it all. Anyway, okay. I do have a really large hat size. Yes. Maybe that's why. I'm not going to comment that. Anyway. And usually if people say that, I just say, no, just shake their head. Don't say anything. <laughs> okay. So we don't want you to have a big head complex. No, I don't have a. <laughs> anyway. All right. You know, you kind of do a little bit. <laughs> I do have a big head complex. <laughs> Literally a big head complex. It's the hat size. <laughs> Hey, size matters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so bigger is better. I don't know. Yeah, we keep keep going on that. <laughs> don't don't please. Okay, okay so, so the don't hero. mention Lita's big head. Don't mention. Yeah, okay. don't don't. Okay, so the hero. <laughs> maybe that's why I have a big head. And I'm a hero. No, the hero thinks of life as a challenge and maybe even a struggle. So when confronted with a challenge or a struggle in life, it's the hero's role to overcome these obstacles. And since wood people are the remover of obstacles by their very nature, a lot of wood people in the world might be heroes. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe wood in the top two on someone, but surely not every wood person acts like a hero all the time, right? Right. And any element can be any of these three, but wood people are more commonly our heroes in the world because energetically it suits their nature. And, you know, I think I lived as a hero for a lot of my you know, early years. Before How'd that I, go for you? Because you have wood last. <laughs> yeah, I had wood last, but still, for some reason, you know, in my path, I really, I went to the Peace Corps. I wanted to save the world. I mean, that's really a hero kind of journey. But many type of elements choose this hero's path and they can be facing any of the challenges that are, guess what, in the nine palaces. Yes, the nine palaces are the life's challenges and they can be grouped into these nine types. So should we refresh everyone's memories on the nine palaces or the nine heart pains? Sure. Okay, so the nine palaces are career, relationship, wealth, health, 
home, creativity, travel, wisdom, and prosperity. Phew, that's a long list, but it is our curriculum in life. It's why we're here on the planet. At least that's my thought. And these are the nine... Okay, not just me. I mean like the ancient Taoists too. Yes, right, right. (laughs) For me, for today, that's my thought. (laughs) Good point. I don't want to take the Taoist credit there. You're not the first one. Gohong is like rolling over in his immortal grave there. (laughs) He's like, really, dude? That's my thought. No, I'm joking. These are the nine things that the heroes are constantly trying to improve in the world. When faced with a heart pain, meaning something in one of these palaces is out of balance or presenting some level of suffering in a hero's life or someone close to the hero, the hero wants to fix it right away. Uh, you want to ride up on their white horse in full shining armor, completely just polished to the max, right? And <laughs> yes. slay the dragons of evil and doom and darkness and all the bad guys, right? Yes, yes. So now be honest, Jay, have you done this in the past? Well, I don't know. I would like to say that I like the idea of the knight in the shining armor. However, I've never ridden a white horse. Maybe <laughs> okay. a white pony. I'm not even sure, you know, if I, I think I might have done the pony at one time. But you know, what would a female knight be called? Uh, a knightess? I don't know. Jesus, <laughs> no. no. That's a good I don't point. even think they call them knights. I'm not really sure. But well, when I'm in hero mode, I like to think of myself more like Gandalf riding over the ridge in Lord of the Rings on the very white Shadowfax, which was the coolest of all horses. There you go. You know, I, but I've totally been in the hero mode for sure. Yes. And for a hero, this is literally your reason for living. It's a heroic journey and you're saving yourself and others. It's what gives life a rewarding feeling. Every day after successfully saving yourself or someone else from a less than great life, you can pat yourself on the back and go to sleep having accomplished a job well done. It's a little embarrassing, but it's okay. That is the good way. We really do want the best for everyone. We want the win-win, even if we're riding up on the white ponies. Yes, yes. With the sword and the armor. (laughs) There's nothing to be embarrassed about because... That is so damn awesome and cool. I mean, Deep. <laughs> I mean, I think we can say that. Okay. I mean, who wouldn't think that? Think about all the people who go to war to save others. Literally, they're the soldiers who fight for right. Who can fault them when they get to take advantage of all the freedoms that come from having fought a good fight and won? And there's wars all over the place, not just like big wars, which are really bad enough, but little wars, you know, every day on the playground or in the workplace or in the corporate boardroom. And those who are wood are willing to stand up against the bullies on behalf of someone who doesn't have the stature, the stamina, the strength, the courage to fight that battle on their own. Yes. And the heroes are the ones who are willing to stand up and say no and risk their lives sometimes in doing so. You know, let me tell you, green is the color of wood. And you know what? It's not easy being green. (laughs) Okay, Kermit. (laughs) Hey, Kermit the frog here. Frog's got to be frog. Suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Okay, I will take on the green. But all, if you have wood, one or two, you know what I'm talking about. But you know what? That's enough about the heroes and definitely enough about poor Kermit. Okay, how do you bring in Kermit? Kermit the frog. That's the first thing when you hear the color green. It's not easy being green. (laughs) He used to sing that song. He's got to be himself. Frog's gotta be a frog yeah frog's gotta be a frog all right so let's let's move on from kermit we just cut this beautiful thing on heroes and boom you dropped it well, with like, kermit i do want to say one thing the hurt hero is not just for woods there are 
a lot of metals right. out there who ride in full armor on yeah. their horses. And I think fires, earth, waters, everyone, grab a white horse, grab a white pony. <laughs> yes. Get on there and be a little Kermit. Any of us can be Kermit he- or Gandalf. Heroes. I don't know. There you go. Any of us can be a Gandalf. Heroes are wrestling the outer world to make it into something more palatable for all of us. They want more justice, more honesty, more compassion. Essentially, they want to save us all. Not even the heroes are always heroes. Some days we might want to be heroes. Other days we might be saints or alchemists. But let's talk about the saint. Okay, so the saint is the opposite of the hero. Saints don't fight. They accept. What? They want to accept things for just the way they are. They don't want to even say anything. Well, it looks boring from the outside, but it's not boring on the inside. The saint is... I rest- didn't say it was boring. You said that. <laughs> just for the record, everyone, go to Lita for the boring comment. That was not me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I meant... I mean, it was thrilling yes. to just accept things the way they are. No. Yes, they're accepting things the way they are. The saint is... It looks like they are, but they're wrestling an even bigger demon, their internal demons. They're working through negative thoughts. They're trying to find self-compassion, self-honesty, self-worth. It's about saving yourself when you're a saint. Hey, wasn't there a British TV show like a long time ago called, a long time ago called The Saint? I haven't, I used to watch it every once in a while. I haven't seen it in like, I don't know, a billion years. What was it about? It was about a guy. He was like a Robin Hood. I think his name was Simon Templar. Okay. And he was like a modern day knight kind of thing. And he was just always like, you know, swindling rich people and so he money. was probably the hero, not the oh, yeah, saint. He was a hero. Yeah, yeah. It was from some books and stuff. Boy, I sound really it was about some books. I must but, have oh. missed that one. Yeah. I guess I'm open to watch it. I'm just saying if any old people out there listening and you've watched The Saint, let's talk about it because it's been a long time since I've seen I used to like that show though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the saint isn't really about suffering either. Through acceptance, the saint surrenders to what is. And that acceptance of life's circumstances brings peace. So the saints are perfectly okay with whatever comes. They don't need to fight and struggle. They embrace suffering. So if you're a saint, that doesn't mean you struggle. It means you are allowing the sufferings of life to transform you rather than trying to change the circumstances of the outer world. So a Buddhist monk would be a good example of someone who might strive for this. It was really beautiful, by the way. Okay. You know, there's more to it than that, really, because in acceptance, there's also the acknowledgement that the circumstances of life occurred for a specific reason. And even in the difficulties that we endure, good can come out of that, right? Right. That's something the hero doesn't often see by always fighting what's bad and trying to save everyone. The hero doesn't sometimes get to see the results of the difficulties. Yes, it's such a good point. If you don't allow some of these struggles in life, sometimes you don't get to experience the benefit of having struggled. It makes me think of like a kid being bullied on the playground. And that might not always be like total destruction. One day that kid might stand up for himself and look back on that moment for the rest of his life as a turning point that identifies him. Is that a stretch? Like it could go either way, but let's yes. just say for this, he, he, you know, accepts it and he's the saint. Yes. I mean, that's really great visual way to think of it. And you can really go through your entire life this way. There's that story about the man who's, I think we've talked about it before on this podcast, whose horse runs away and all the neighbors in the town try to console him and tell him how bad and unfortunate that is and how sorry they are. And his response is maybe... And then the horse comes back with a team of wild horses and the neighbors congratulate him and high five him and tell him how lucky he is. And he says, maybe. And then the son rides one of these new wild horses, falls off, breaks his leg. And the neighbors say, 
boy, it's such bad luck. It's horrible. And the man says, maybe. And then the army comes through the town and conscripts all the young men, men except this man's son who had the broken leg. And everyone tells the father how lucky he is that his son didn't have to go off to war. So you know what his response was? Maybe. <laughs> yes. So he's the perfect example of the saint. He knows that life brings its ups and downs. And if there's an up, a down will soon follow. And if there's a down, soon an up will follow. And it's best not to look at anything as being good or bad. All is well because it's the flow of life. And this is a very high way of being. And why we call people of history who've lived like this, we call them the saints. They are able to be present with all of the chaos of life and all the ups and downs. Yeah, I think of Eckhart Tolle's power of now. It's all about being the saint. Totally. If you can be present with what is and not fight it, then you're being the saint. And the good thing about being the saint is so much of our pain in the world is from the fighting, not the actual thing you're fighting. Yeah, that's what Eckhart talks about in the the pain body, releasing that pain body. So being present in the now moment. Or being a saint. (laughs) Or being a saint, yeah. So essentially, being a saint is really about letting go of the pain you're feeling about whatever negative thing is happening and that total acceptance of it. Well, that's the trick, right? That's the saint trick. That's the trick. We'll call it the saint trick. The saint trick. It's like a hat trick. And what a trick it is. It's kind of the universal mind trick that the more we fight, the more pain we experience. And the more we stop fighting, the more peace we find in ourselves. It really appears to be the basis of many meditation practices. The way you said it in the beginning made me think of like a lot of different meditation practices, like the mindfulness practices. Yes, and it should be. It fits the idea of many of these practices. So Jay, are you ready to move on to the alchemist? Mm, Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. My understanding of all of this on a very simple level is that the alchemist is a combination of both the hero and the saint. Am I I on board with that? Yes. The alchemist begins with a simple question. Isn't there more to life than this? Meaning, isn't there more to life than meets the eye? Isn't that what the magicians of the world say? (laughs) Yes. And basically, an alchemist is a magician wannabe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're looking for something more than basic reality. Yes. And as the alchemists, we're fundamentally always striving to grow and evolve. Transformation is the name of that game, which is not a new game by Milton Bradley, by the way. It's just an ancient game called Transformation. <laughs> Milton Bradley's game. <laughs> okay. No. He was not an alchemist. No. Oh, maybe he was. Maybe I don't know. he was. I love the game of transformation. Maybe even better than Boggle. I, mean, I don't know about that. Maybe. Yeah, you do. I'm just teasing you. Alchemists are really not trying to fix or prevent bad things from happening like the heroes, and nor are they trying to accept all that is, like the and essentially not do anything about it. It's really that life is a playground for the alchemist. It's an illusion. How many times have we said this on the podcast? It's all an illusion, a place to explore yourself and your spirit. It's where we grow and expand, expand and grow, change. Most importantly, learn our lessons. Fundamentally, we're working out our curriculum of this lifetime. And one interesting thing we can talk about, you know, for those of you who may have read The Course in Miracles before. That is Marianne Williams. 
Williamson, who wrote a lot about that, right? You want to talk about Marianne? Good. You know, I mean, Marianne Williamson is a, is a very apropos topic right now. She's running for president in the United States, for those listeners from other countries who haven't heard of her. Go on. We're <laughs> so, dipping a little away, but we'll do it for Marianne, well, right? Well, just, just in the context of The Course in Miracles, she wrote a lot about that. But anyway, The Course in Miracles has some similarities to alchemy. So it's basically this giant book of spirituality. And one of the things it says in the many, many things it says, it's like a thousand pages. And it says that before you were born, you were part of wholeness, meaning like, I don't know, like God. And so you couldn't really have a thought of your own because you weren't separate from anything. But for some crazy reason, you had this little tiny thought that said, what if, dot, dot, dot. Like, what if? Dot, question dot, mark. And question mark. And that's how your curriculum was created. And boom, you were born and you came to experience the answer to your what if question. Okay, that is the completely sped up version of that. And we'll go, we're not even going to go anymore, but I do like that. <laughs> and it's kind of my version of a combination of the course, Taoism, alchemy all rolled into one. It's like the Judeo Christian Taoist Buddhist version of how we came to be. I think and it's like a, it's like a, a Judeo Jewish Christian Taoist food burrito all wrapped into one. <laughs> okay. We'll do the burrito. No. Uh, all right. I'm hungry. Sorry. I'm just thinking <laughs> about a burrito. Let's just call it a taco. How about ah, that? Taco. Okay. It's Tuesday. Let's do Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Oh, it's anyway. not really Tuesday. No, it's not really Tuesday. It's Monday. Okay. The course says there is no point in trying to change anything because it's all an illusion. And the Taoists also say it's all an illusion. But the alchemists say, even though it's an illusion, you're here to experience the illusion in order to go through a personal transformation. And we're back to the game of transformation. <laughs> yes. I like the quick dip into religion 101, but <laughs> let's get back to alchemy for today. And what we're really saying is it has an external component, which we will call external alchemy. Yes. Where we're working on transformation of our experiences of the outer world and the outer struggles. Yes. Let's, let's talk about that. And the, well, uh, before we do that, and then there's the internal component of alchemy, which we call internal alchemy. So you have external and internal. And that so we'll put is, the burrito on hold for now. Yes. We'll just understand the burrito and how it compares. <laughs> and now let's do external and internal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm out still the burrito. Hungry. Okay. She's still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> when we're working on transforming our inner thoughts and how we perceive our experiences and our sensation of life, we call it opening the sensory orifices to really perceive what's happening and not what we habitually perceive to be happening. And through that opening of perception, you're penetrating your confusion, like clearing all the phlegm and cloudiness and all the gook from your heart, your mind, your consciousness. You're getting it all out and moving it out. Yes. So that would be internal alchemy. And it's about internal transformation. So the saint doesn't need to transform the outer world. It's all good. The hero doesn't need to make the internal transformations because the hero makes the outer world good. Do you see like, does that make sense, Lita? Yes. And just to give you another perspective, we're going to continue religion 101 here. In China, there are three main philosophies, Confucianism, Buddhism, and Taoism. So the Confucianist perspective is like the hero perspective. It's all about doing the right thing for the greater good and sacrificing for the family or the community. And the Buddhist perspective is more like the saint. 
And they'd say, just go meditate and forget about the external world, like Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree. The Taoists would say the external world and even the negative experiences in the external world is helpful. The external world gives you these painful triggers or these nine heart pains, and those heart pains are giving you material to work with, and this material will help you grow and transform. Yeah, and I, you know, it makes me think of Gahong, one of the first alchemists. He took poison elixirs and minerals and stone medicine to stimulate difficulties that he'd have to then overcome. I always joke that if you drink mercury and survive, you're definitely going to think you're immortal. Yeah, so that version of the game of transformation, not so popular. Yeah, I don't. Not a bestseller there. Don't try this at home. It's like a 50 50 shot there, unless you're Gahong, right? So yeah, Kuhung was an alchemist, but did it more from the hero perspective, working with these external substances. And then there was Sun Si Miao, another dude who was really famous. He's actually called the king okay, of medicine. I don't think anyone has called Sun Si Miao a dude. I know. He probably wouldn't like that. And he would probably laugh. And he was Sun Si Miao. He's like a immortal, so yeah. he could be listening. But anyway. Of course he is. He's sitting right here. <laughs> yeah, right next Meow. to he that was de- him, not me. That was him, yeah. He just, de- and by the way, meow means cat in his, in, in his name. He decided he didn't have to take those poisonous substances that Gahung took to do alchemy. The transformation could be achieved internally through meditation. So that was his perspective, more like the saint, but still trying to achieve significant transformation. So I'm going to clarify the difference between the saint and the alchemist. The saints say, it is what it is, there's no need to change. Yes. And the alchemist might say, it is what it is and i'm going to change yeah i'm going to transform yes in other words the buddhist yes the buddhist saint way of evolution takes many lifetimes of doing nothing and acceptance to evolve and the alchemists are trying to evolve in just one lifetime well do you think that the buddhist saint thing is the suffering way like they suffer a lot or Or they work through their suffering internally the alchemists are like (laughs) woohoo The alchemists are trying to rise above suffering. Yeah, rise above it. Okay, um, I have one more question. Is anyone, all of these three at any time, do you have to pick? Do you have to choose? Can you go in and out? I think each of us is leaning in a direction of one of these three, but we probably do all of them at some point in our lives. Yeah, even if someone isn't typically the hero all the time, that person may experience a type of heart pain that they really want to change in the outer world. And then you can try to change it and find out you can't. So you might try to be the hero, but when you can't, then you might feel like you failed to change it. And then you can decide to become the saint because that's pretty much your only choice at that point. You just accept it because you really can't do anything about it. Or if you're wood, uh, first or second, maybe you just keep trying to fix it every and any way possible. Mostly you get frustrated and angry. I've been there. It's no fun. But you keep trying to fix either your life or those around your life. They just keep trying to fix the external. I always say if wood people meet a brick wall, they'll try to go over it and under it and eventually try to blow it up if they have to. I yeah. mean, they might not give up that hero role, but someone else might just say, oh, I'll be the saint about this. And the point is, you can mostly consistently be one or the other and switch for a particular situation. And if you're an alchemist, you can work 
both on the external circumstances and your internal perception of circumstances. And the point is to find the harmony between those circumstances of our lives. So let's assume if you're listening to this podcast, you already have a desire to improve yourself, to be greater, to grow, to transform. That's kind of the whole point of this podcast. So you're already on the alchemist path. You're already doing it. Yeah, you've asked that question. Isn't there more to life than this? So now if you're that person, you can look at the external circumstances of your life and know that you can make positive changes in your life. This is one of my favorite topics here. And the best way to do that is look at your nine palaces, which we talk about a lot. And so right off the, I, I made a couple notes. I knew we were going to circle back at the end. Yes. Podcast number four and then 34 through 47. We go through all the nine palaces. You go back, revisit those pods, really look at the best way to balance your external circumstances of your life. That's about the nine palaces. Yes. And as an alchemist, we've already said it's not all about those external circumstances. It's also about internal alchemy. And this season of the podcast is all about your self-cultivation. It's about changing your internal landscape of you, which we call cultivating your internal garden. And instead of just being the saint, letting your garden grow however it wants to like grow. A wild and crazy wildflower garden. Yes. Which in- is okay. Which is okay. But instead of just growing wild and crazy... You're going to tend to it, water it, nurture it. Yeah. So weed it, weed it for sure. You're going to kind of pay attention to it. Yeah. And that's the alchemist's approach. How can I grow myself internally while balancing and harmonizing with my external world? And the best thing is you don't have to take on one of these roles exclusively, but we want to talk, what we wanted to talk about today is to reflect on what you want in your journey on in this lifetime and to go forward from there. So for homework, if you accept it, if you choose to accept it, you can ask yourself truthfully, do you want to be the hero, the saint or the alchemist? These archetypes are the path of human endeavor in this lifetime. Which of these three roles do you more commonly choose in your life? Does it make you feel good to be that role? If so, why? And if not, which role would you rather choose instead? Well, and remember, the alchemist is between the hero and the saint. So where do you stand on that spectrum? Yes. Okay, so that's it for today. Come join us on Facebook. We'd love to hear the answer to your questions or Instagram. Jay monitors Instagram a lot. So are you the hero, the saint, or the alchemist? I'm going to have a burrito. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog.